Good morning and welcome to the IMC Experience. We're just going to spend 10 minutes here today. I am, to say the least, disappointed in Daniel Caesar. To say that black people always play victim is not true. Black people don't play victim. Black people are the victims, whether or not they want to. It doesn't matter how many degrees we get. It doesn't matter how much education we have. It doesn't matter the car that we drive, the house that we live in, or the area we come up in. In some way, we are always the victim. We are always being attacked. Now, he's speaking out because of this white female rapper named Yes Jules, who said some controversial statements, right? And basically, Daniel Caesar is like, okay, guys, you're being sensitive. You know, Golden Child employs not only black people, but white people. We employ so many black people as if you're the spokesperson for white America. And I'm sorry if it comes across as that, but that's exactly how he sounds. I don't know what happened. This dude says, like, you know, I'm drunk, but we got to learn how to take a joke. He says that when Dave Chappelle called him gay, he got sensitive about it. He got mad. But then he, re- but he said, everybody's allowed to say what they want, so I shouldn't be upset about it. First of all, I would be upset if another man tried to question my sexuality. Not only is that rude, but it's also disrespectful. Don't come to me with that. Don't come to me with that type of energy. Now understand both these instances in which Daniel Caesar is talking about black people are victims, and Dave Chappelle says that this dude is gay. Remember, they're both drunk, right? They're both drunk, and we know sometimes when people are drunk, the truth comes out about how they really feel about people. So in Dave's heart, Dave's not going to say that publicly, openly, but because of the fact that. He was intoxicated. He said it. And then after that, he realized he had to apologize. And so maybe Daniel Caesar has felt this way for a long time. But now he's just able to express who he is. And understand that when people get into the music industry and are professional, they feel like now they have this voice, they can speak to the world. But understand, that's the best way to mess up your career in a minute. Believe me, that's the best way to mess up your career in a minute. You know... He's a very talented artist, very soulful, but I don't like the fact that he's telling black people that we need to chill. And let me explain to you why. If you listen to the freestyle that Yes Jules did when Soulja Boy was there, talking about, I have a fat blank and I don't stay home collecting checks. Like, so you mean to tell me because your posterior is a certain size, like black women, that you can achieve the same success in the hip-hop industry as them, and that you're not uh, doing what regular black women do, like living on EBT and not having a job and going to the nail salon and all this stuff. I know that's extra. But, number one, not all black women are on EBT. Not all of them are on benefit. Not all of them are at home collecting a check. Some of them actually work in corporate America. Some of them are actually professors. Some of them are Uber drivers. Some of them are doing jobs that they don't want to do. But they're still doing it because they have to put a roof over the heads of their children. They still have to provide. So I have a problem when an African-American artist that has that much influence promotes and encourages this crap and defends someone who's talking negatively about African-American culture. Now, even Joe Budden said something about her. But this is real. This is true. And I'm sad to see that this man did a five-minute rant about this situation. You are only mad because people were telling you the truth.
That's the only reason why you're mad. Let's be honest. You're mad because people were telling the truth. Talking about how black people don't know how to take a joke. Brother, it has nothing to do with that. We know how to take a joke. It's white America that doesn't know how to take a joke. That gets mad we make jokes about them stealing this land and all that stuff. But it's not jokes. It's facts. And anytime anybody takes facts and puts it into joke form, people are going to laugh more. But then there's going to be some people that think. Now, a lot of individuals hate Paul Mooney for the fact that he's pro-black. He's a pro-activist for the African-American movement. And he's also a comedian. But he's telling the truth. A lot of Richard Pryor's material from the 70s and 80s was written by Paul Mooney. So now we kind of understand why Richard spoke a certain way. Now, Richard had his own set of comedy, which he did, but also Paul wrote for him as well, right? And so we respected that. A lot of people do not respect Paul Mooney and what he has done for comedy, especially for black comics. And let me tell you something. Paul, Paul worked with the best of them. Sandra Bernhardt, white comedian, Robin Williams, rest in peace. Tim Reed, all these people worked together in a time where it was like, yo, you can't mix this with that. But they broke those things and be like, yo, black and white comedians can get together, can get along, can make racial comedy. But it wasn't, but it was comedy. It's not like they went on the radio and said like, yeah, this is how I feel about black people. This is how I feel about white. It was never about that. At that particular time, they did what they needed to do to break through the barriers of comedy. Be like, yo, let's all get together as one. You look at uh, groups like Redbone that came from a Native American reserve and was performing funk and soul music. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I don't have any problem with anybody that's white or any other ethnicity or color that wants to do hip-hop music. But understand that the pioneers were African-American. Understand... That this started in Jamaica, migrated to the United States and came to New York where the birthplace is. Bronx and Queens. Respect that. You know? And I listened to the girls freestyle this morning and I was like, I was disgusted. I was like, how dare you? How dare you? And mind you, Soldier Boy and a bunch of other black people in the room that's listening to this freestyle. That they're just like, oh, yo, she's spitting some real stuff. They're not listening. They're not listening. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm sorry if it, it seems that I'm yelling. No, I'm not yelling. I'm just very passionate about what I speak. And I just feel like, yo, this dude is stupid. I don't know what's wrong with him. Like, listen, it's good that you have white friends and all that. That's cool. But understand this, man. She needs to give respect to our culture, to our people. And she needs to make an apology for that freestyle that she made or, or anything else that she has said negatively about black people. I don't mind if you want to be a rapper. That's fine. But understand you are white. You are not African-American. That means that there's certain things that you cannot say in your music that we say. You know what I mean? Respect that. Now, let's go back to Daniel Caesar. Here this dude is ranting and raving. You know, I guess he just cut off his dreads, dyed his hair blonde. He looks like uh, Eve from from 99 for Rough Riders. But, you know, brother, you are no authority to speak on anything. You just got your career started. You just you just said these people like you guys made me millions and I, and I thank you. But if you don't roll with me again, I understand. Now, no, it, don't, it doesn't have to be all that. 
it never has to be all that. You know what I mean? But the thing is, you're putting out an unpopular opinion. And yes, you are free to say any opinion that you want. I agree with you. But also at the same time, understand that that comes with a negative consequence. That means that your music might not be played on certain black networks. You might not be allowed to sing here. You might not be allowed to sing there. Now, this man grew up in Ontario, okay? He grew up in Canada. So maybe him being there, he wasn't exposed to certain things like how we're exposed here in the U.S., you know what I mean? So maybe in Canada, he feels like everybody gets along and things should be a certain way. That's good for you. Here in the United States, things are totally different. People cannot get adequate health care. People are constantly racially profiled because of the color of their skin. They can't live in a certain apartment apartment building. They can't dress a certain weight. They get stopped every time they go into a Walmart or a Target or this store or that store. You understand what I'm saying? So for you to get mad simply because of the fact that these people are commenting on IG telling you like, yo, you wild and like, yo, you are officially a coon. You follow, you're following the likes of Jim Brown, Stacey Dash, Candace Owens, Shaq, and a couple of uh, a bunch of other people, and I'm truly disappointed. As a Canadian American who is black, you need to understand that what you say will have ramifications and effect for years to come. And not only will it affect you, it will affect your future wife, your children, um, your grandchildren, their children after that, your parents, everybody's going to have a domino effect, brother. Anyway, that's all I want to speak on. Y'all have a blessed day. Peace.